2: Oh, sugar and spice. It's but nice. Well,
0: hello, hello, hello. Yes, this is a bonus episode of the Naughty But Nice show. Normally, Rob Shooter is here to introduce and welcome you in to this lovely podcast that we have here each and every day. Today we figured, you know what? Rob does so much work. Let him sit back, sleep in for a little bit, and I will take over the show. So, as we know, our friend Rob Shooter has a new book called The Four-Word Answer. And you know what? As opposed to me just doing a deep dive into this book, I figured I'd bring on a guest onto this lovely podcast. The one, the only... (laughs) Author of the four-word answer, one Rob Shooter, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hello, hello, hello.
1: Thank you for having me. What a lovely introduction. I was frightened then for a minute that you'd booked Andy Cohen on the show. I know, it was such a build-up. I was like, are You interviewing Andy. Hello, Gareth. I love this. I love turning the tables and having you interview me. You can ask any question. We've been doing these now for a couple of weeks, bonus episodes, basically to promote the book. Let's be honest about it. But I hope you get a little insight into the show and who we are. So, Garrett, ask anything you want there is nothing off the record
0: Now Rob Shooter once you give me leverage <laughs> like that I mean <laughs> there's no hold bars I mean what we, have I done you, what we, have I done Seriously I could drive this thing right off the cliff uh, I mean <laughs> we've talked about this many of times you've worked with some of the biggest names ever pr- pretty much mm. like they, I I could I could honestly say You have worked with someone everyone knows uh, down the the list of names. Let's just go over them real quick. Jennifer (laughs) Lopez. Wow. P. Diddy. Diddy. Mm -hmm. Sean Combs. However you want (laughs) to call him. Alicia Keys. Jessica Simpson. John Bon Jovi, or Bon Jovi depending on how you want to look at it, British royalty. I mean, so you literally have worked with someone in the world of quote-unquote entertainment that at least someone out there is aware of or knows of. Now for you to write a book, let's explain this. The four-word answer isn't exactly like a, a scandalous type
1: book, right? Right, it's not a tell-all. I mean, there's lots and lots of stories in the books of these extraordinary people that I worked with for many, many years. But it's not a tell-all. I don't sit down and take them apart. In fact, I build them up in the hopes that I build you up too. So the forward answer really comes from a very, very basic premise, which is... Every successful person I've ever worked with, they can describe themselves, they know themselves in just a few simple words. In fact, it's probably the most important question, Garrett, you're ever going to ask. Who am I? Who are you? And only those that are comfortable enough in their own skin know the answer, and only those that know the answer will be successful. So I'm going to help you discover who you are. But you know what's funny? In just four
0: words. Exactly. And, And the funny thing is, when you started asking that question it is kind of awkward at first you know mm. what i mean like when you when you say who are you who you, are you i don't think a lot of people think about that you know they they, they just don't. they go out throughout their day just you know doing waking up having breakfast going to work having lunch <laughs> and, you know having a meeting they don't think like
1: who am i yeah Wait, it's an interesting thing i asked my mommy this before the book came out my mommy's 85 years old. Hello, Betty. Hello, hello, hello. She didn't know the answer. And it really sort of upset me, upset her too, that she could get to 85 without ever thinking about that. Nobody had ever asked her that before. It took her about a week and we speak every Sunday and she called me back the following Sunday. And before I could say hello, 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 she gave me her four words and she said she'd been really thinking about it. And it's such a great exercise for us all to do, not just celebrities. Who are you? Think about that. We all deserve... An answer. We really do. We know so much about celebrities, about other people in our lives, about friends and family members. This book will make you stop for a minute or maybe even four minutes and figure out who are you? Who are you? When you look in the mirror in the morning, look, really look and say, who am I? Answer that question, and life gets better.
0: Now, the other thing, I mean, again, you said I could ask anything. When you do talk to people, do you always go with the three hellos? The hello, hello, hello? <laughs> hello,
1: hello, hello. It sort of became a way that we started <laughs> this, this show. So I actually do. I mean, the nice thing about this show, and I think the reason it's become so successful, is we are who we are, Garrett. Exactly. You're, you know, I don't put on that many airs and graces. In my real life, I probably mispronounce even more words than... And I do on this show. But ultimately, yeah, if you see me, I say, hello, hello, hello. Oh, it's three. It, it's never four. It's never, four, never four, two. It should be it, four, it, so it, it's consistent yeah. with my whole brand now. But it's hello, hello, hello. And it's no H. It's E-L-L-O-E-L-L-O-E-L-L-O. Hello, hello, hello.
0: We're working on the trademarking as we speak. All right. So, I mean, for your book already to be called one of the best self-help books ever by OK Magazine. I mean, how how cool of a feeling it's as amazing. as you and I have talked about, you n- could never
1: imagine the fact never. that you, you
0: you would be an author in no. any part of your
1: life. No, people like me don't write books. People like me don't read books. Like when I went to school, I don't think I ever went to the library. I couldn't tell you where the library was in my school. And so to do this is just extraordinary, and I couldn't have done it if I hadn't worked out who am I in four words. This book changed my life. It really has, Garrett. I'm in better physical shape I've I've ever been. I'm in better mental shape I've ever been. I'm living a really good life now, and it's because I'm honest about who I am. Once you know who you are, you know who you're not, and it really guides you towards the life you're meant to have. So this book is not going to turn you into J-Lo. It's not going to make you diddy, but what it will do, it's going to make you a star in your own life it really will you can roll out your own red carpet and be a star in your own life it's almost like a push off the cliff i mean it sounds very
0: like grotesque in the <laughs> sense of you're pushing us off the cliff but but <laughs> it, but, but really it is i mean cuz how many people just stand on that edge of of mm. life and going i don't know should i, I this is not for me or right. i'm not i'm not good enough to do it and yeah, you know you,
1: sometimes yeah. you just need that that encouraging push you do. you do as lady gaga sang you're on the edge of glory <laughs> Yeah, and no, now no. you can make a choice. You can choose comfort or you can choose courage. Yes. Well, I get it. I've I've picked comfort for many years of my life where I sat on the couch and I didn't do it. And I thought I was lazy and I wasn't Garrett, I was scared. Right. And so always pick, always pick courage and the results will be extraordinary. You know, many people told me I can't write a book. I told myself that. Who am I? I'm not J.K. Rowling. And uh, I realized you don't have to be J.K. Rowling because I'm not writing Harry Potter. I'm writing the forward answer, and I can do it. And you can do it too. You can do it. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just it, it it just
0: stinks that because you have the British accent, everyone just assumes that you have <laughs> you have Harry Potter, you know, in your blood, and you you could write nine thousand books. Um, all right, so. (laughs) One of the words which I find interesting that you you have a connection with all kind of like you know a bridge to all your clients that connect them all Mm -hmm. is is kind that's one of the Mm -hmm. common words you you see throughout your your entire career explain the word kind and how celebrities have used that to, to help
1: themselves. Yeah, it's a word that you don't often put together with celebrities. You don't think of them as kind, do you? But I can promise you uh, that they are. But a slightly different definition of kindness. So acceptance is the cornerstone of kindness. It really is. And nobody accepts themselves more than celebrities. In fact, one in particular, Jennifer Lopez, taught me how to be comfortable in my own skin because nothing is kinder. Than accepting yourself. JLo, she doesn't call herself cruel names. It doesn't happen. Those voices we have in our head uh, telling us we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we shouldn't do it. JLo's managed to turn those voices down. I don't know you ever get rid of them, but you have to turn the volume down on those voices. And the way you do that, Garrett, is by being kind, be kind to yourself. I say things to myself, or I used to before the four-word answer, that I'd never say to a friend. I'm a good guy. I'm a kind guy. I'd never call people names. I'd never try and hurt a friend. Yet, I was saying things to myself that were just so cruel. And I started to believe them. In fact, I did believe them. I've cut out all those cruel, negative, nasty comments that I used to say to myself. And now, I start the day... I live the day. I end the day by being kind to myself. And it's hard. It's it's not easy to do to
0: to make those noises in your head, those voices, suppress them in a, yeah. in a sense. It's and and it's easy for us to go, hey, just do it. It's 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 not easy, you know. It's and, not easy. And it's, it's each person easy. has their own journey of trying to figure it out yeah. themselves.
1: I think I think one of the, the things I'm most proud about the book is we don't just tell you what you should and shouldn't do. We give you actual hard facts evidence advice, techniques, methods to do this. And so in each chapter, the chapter on kindness, we talk about how you can do this, how you can be kinder to yourself, how you can turn down that negative, nasty voice, which let's be honest, it's a lie. It's not true. You are good enough. And I give you examples of people who you might not think are that talented, but they're really, really successful. Right. Don't make the mistake of thinking everybody that is super successful is super talented. it's not true. Everybody that's super successful is super kind to themselves. They believe in themselves, and I'm gonna make you believe in you too.
0: So, another interesting thing that we've all fallen victim to because of tabloids and mm. headlines and just the way that we see things via the internet is the word smart. Mm. And, you know, we all have that one or two celebrities in our life that we have seen and be like, they are so not smart. I mean, for, for for example, and you know, I'm I'm gonna call myself out on it. You know, I always assumed Jessica Simpson wasn't <sighs> the smartest of people out there. You know, based off of Chicken of the right. Sea and right. all the all the things on the reality show and playing up to the quote unquote uh, quintessential
1: stereotype of dumb blonde. You know, right. th- things yeah. like that. But you say that is so not true, though. Jessica Simpson is the smartest person I have ever met. There I said it. Jessica Simpson is a genius, a genius. Now, before I met Jess, I thought the same. I don't right. think she'd be that smart. In fact, I thought that ditzy blonde she plays on TV was who she is. However, it took within maybe five or ten minutes of meeting Jess. I met her at a fancy hotel at the Ritz-Carlton here in New York. And within five minutes of sitting in her, I think it was a $3,000 suite room Oof. she was staying in. I figured out, you know, she's really, really smart, but I gotta say... The thing that makes Jessica so smart is her definition of being smart is revolutionary. Jess argues the only thing that makes you smart, really smart, is the willingness to try. So it's not where you went to school, it's not which books you read. Jessica thinks the only thing that makes anyone smart, including herself, is the willingness to try. Let me tell you a secret. Yes. Smart people fail all the time, Garrett. All the time, they fail. In fact, I think it was Michael Jordan doing research for the book. I found out that Michael Jordan had missed 9,000 shots yet. He kept on going and is considered one of the greats. So smart people lose, they fail all the time. Jessica once said to me, and I love this quote, The road to success is paved with failure. Jess has failed so many times, but she gets back up and she gives it another try. And when she gets back up, she starts all over again with a positive mindset. She thinks about winning Not losing. And I'm going to teach you how to do that in the four word answer,
0: which is so interesting, too, because like you said, the first five minutes that that stereotype that you had (laughs) of Jessica Simpson went away. And and not to say that that all it takes is we need to meet these celebrities for five minutes. But you just got to understand that there's more to it than just the facade that we see as we scroll on the Internet.
1: Right, she's so smart. She plays into that role. Like, I've been with her in limos where she deliberately puts a little bit of lipstick on her teeth. So when she gets out, the press are like, oh, jazz! oh, it's that. Or her hair might not be perfect. Or she might trip in those high heels. And I'm like, did you do that on purpose? And she gives me a wink. I asked her, too, about the chicken of the sea moment, a famous moment from, from her reality show. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she of course. knew exactly what she was doing. And so playing Ditsy, does not make you ditzy. She's the smartest person I've ever met. I grew up not feeling very smart, Garrett. I really did, because I didn't get very good grades in school. Yeah, either My did teachers I. didn't treat me like I was that smart, and I actually made the mistake of thinking smart was in your DNA. You were either born smart... Or you weren't, and I wasn't, and then I did the worst thing you can ever possibly do. I just stopped trying. Yeah. Now, that's the definition of making a stupid move. Keep trying. It's only later on in life that I realised, looking around the room, at some of the most successful people in the world. They didn't have a great education. They didn't go to a good school Ellen dropped out of school. Steve Jobs dropped out of school. We have tons and tons of people in the book that I detail never even graduated, but they went on to change the world. And what made them smart was their willingness to try. Let's, let's face it, one of the richest men in the world, Jeff Bezos, decided to set up a little company in his garage. Oh. <laughs> it turned into Amazon. The smart choice there was believing in himself And trying. This book, Garrett, has become so successful. I'm so thrilled. I didn't expect this. But the reason it has is I tried. You won't believe the amount of people that told me not to do it, wasting my time. I didn't listen to them. I did the J-Lo technique. I turned down that nasty voice, those nasty comments. I was kind to myself, and then I was smart enough to do the work And now we're number 11 on the charts. And and growing.
0: And growing. It doesn't stop at 11. I mean, I am not done. I am not going to shut my mouth and end this podcast until we get to number one. Now, it might take a little while from from the time we post this podcast, but we're going to get there, Rob Shooter. Let's talk about another client of your former client of yours, who when – Talking about being smart, I would have assumed that you were talking about this person first, but this person has taught you something else about being mm. important, and that would yes. be one Diddy, a.k.a. Diddy. Sean Combs, a.k.a. Puffy, a.k.a. whatever he's at right now. But it, it, tell, tell us about how Diddy taught you how to be important.
1: It's amazing. It's a word that I would never, ever pick for myself But you have to believe you are important. And Puffy taught me that. Puffy taught me the most important person in your life is you. And when people don't treat you like you're important, you have to leave Puffy was an amazing client to have. I should have been paying him. He was paying me a fortune to be his publicist. But I learned so much more from him. I, I I learned from Puffy that rejection's a gift. He never got upset when he got rejected because he would argue all rejection does is guide you to the path that is right for you. So the next time somebody says no, don't, don't feel sad, don't feel embarrassed. Realize, you know what? Rejection is redirection, and that's what I learnt from Puffy. He was an extraordinary character. I call him Puffy uh, when I was cross with him, when he upset me. I called him Sean, like his mother. Yeah, I was like his mommy. Did, did Sean. You, did you use the whole name like <laughs> Sean? John Combs. I was like just Sean, and I'd shoot him a look. We, on paper, have nothing in common. I like show tunes. I'm a silly gay British boy, and he's the coolest cat. Hold on, you're in gay. New York City. How dare you? He's the the (laughs) coolest cat in New York City. But he taught me that I was important. And I was important to him. I was important to his business. Treat people like they are important. I've got a really good example about this. So, when thy book... Was released. It was actually leaked to Page Six, a gossip page in New York, that I was writing this book, and it could have gone either way. Page Six are such good reporters that I was a bit scared. I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be trouble. They wrote a really, really lovely story about the book, and it set up the sales beautifully, and I was very, very grateful for it. And I tried to figure out how that happened. The guy that wrote it used to work for me about 10 years ago, and he told me that I made him feel important when he really, to most, Most people wasn't. Always treat people like they're important, right. because they are, they will be, they can be. I've been waiting a decade to do something nice to you because you made me feel important. Make that, everybody feel important. That's
0: amazing. And and you know what? To, to you know, I've never really told you this though, uh, Rob Shooter, but uh, you know, you have done the same for me in the really? sense of you are just a, a friend in general, and you are that. You know, hey, let's let's just talk, or what's going on? You know, you you always find a way to reach out. And just be, nor- you know, work aside, just be normal. You know what I mean? Yes, just
1: be kind, exactly. be smart, treat people like they're important. We've all got these magical phones in our hands, which has really become my superpower. It takes me 30 seconds to text people. I text all my friends. I try to check in with people I love at least once a week. And just a nice text, letting letting somebody know that they're important, that you're thinking about them, not only changes their day, It changes yours. Garrett, because I was kind to you, because I made you feel smart and important, is one of the reasons we have this podcast. Before iHeart gave us a daily show, you and me were meeting once a week in the bowels of goodness nowhere, and we were doing (laughs) our own little show. And that's how it all starts. There is an important person just around the corner who is waiting to meet you. Be smart enough to recognize that.
0: Yes, exactly. And we're having some fun, and we're learning a lot about the four-word answer from you, too, as we break it down, too. But uh, also, Pete, you've worked with so many celebrities, and, and you've heard so many things, <laughs> words of wisdom, stories that that some that you'll probably take to the grave and then release in a book after the grave. Uh, what, what are some of your favorite? Favourite celebrity oh, quotes that, that, uh. that, that have stuck with you that, you know, still
1: put a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah, they change every day. And one of the nicest things about the book is as well as me rattling on and on and on, there's tons of celebrity quotes in the book to inspire you. Today, I think my favourite quote of the day, it changes every day, is something Diddy told me. Diddy said, quote... If you're chasing your dreams, you're not running fast enough. Stop chasing them and catch them. I promise you, your dreams are closer than you think and you can move a lot faster than you ever Thought I always wanted to be a published author. That dream just felt too far away. So instead of focusing on writing a book, I wrote a page. I wrote two pages, then it turned into a chapter. You can do it step by step. Don't think about the marathon. Think about step by step. And I promise you, you will get there.
0: So as much as I want to thank Diddy, I also want to thank you too for that quote because you have told me that uh, on, on several occasions and I knew that was one of your favorite quotes. And mm. it, it, just recently too, I, and I don't know if it's because you've been saying it more often because of the book, but it, it stuck with me to the fact that it literally had pushed me to to an opportunity to get on television and do something with extra based off of chasing after your dreams and not running fast enough.
1: You You were incredible. No, thank you. You you, you were on Extra as a co-host from New York, and get this, because we're all kind to one another, and we're smart, and we are important. A friend of mine is the executive producer of that show. I was on Extra last night, plugging the book, and she called me to say, good job, and you were terrific. And while we were talking, I was like, my friend Garrett was fantastic, and the EP said, yes, he was. We're all connected. You make your own circle of friends. You're the spider in your own little web of connections. Help each other out because when Garrett is the host of Extra, he'll have me on once a week. Yes,
0: <laughs> you know, as they say as the ride goes, it is a small world after all. Alright, well Rob Shooter, thank you for stopping by our podcast. <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: know you're very busy. I had to book you on your own podcast. That's how this works. I mean <laughs> I have to... I imagine if I'd
1: you. said no? Too busy, too busy. No! Never imagine too busy, you send
0: me to time. yourself be like, oh, talk to my person and then I call your person, and it's you on the other hand, and I have to it's argue Darby, about you. It's Darby, my na- puppy. Uh, it's Darby, it's Darby. I have to Thank argue with the dog. Thank you You're no. so, so good at it. Rob Shooter, no, congratulations on the book. It, it, just because it's sitting at number 11 right now doesn't mean it has to stop at number 11. So do yourself a favor. Even if you have it, the holiday's right around the corner. Now, this is where we turn into QVC. Uh, the holiday's <laughs> right around the corner. Go out, buy the book, get the audio version if you want to fall asleep to Rob Shooter in your head, <laughs> uh, as I do from time to time. I, I How call dare, you? How <laughs> dare you! How dare you!
1: It's a good like you. You, you your voice. Stop it! At you've ease. said it. How dare you to take all your words back? You're naughty, 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 naughty. All right. Well, the the best self help book
0: ever, according to OK Magazine. I'm just gonna put go out there and say just the best self
1: help book. Period. And remember, everybody, let's say it together. If you're going, you're going to, to be, be naughty, naughty, you've, you've got, got to, to be, be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, 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 pip.
0: I get to say pip, pip. You like I'm I'm in charge
2: you It's Naughty but Nice with Rob! It's but Nice with
0: Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been
1: anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us.
0: Just this
2: overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have.
1: It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids.
2: See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, and even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Imagine getting in a hot, stuffy car in the summer. You know how it cools off much faster when you roll down the windows first to get the hot air out? Well, that's exactly how an easy Breathe basement ventilation system works. Removing all the musty, damp, stagnant air and replacing it with fresher, cleaner, drier air. Take charge of your air with easy breathe ventilation and get $250 off today. Ask about DIY kits. Visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com or call 866-822-7328. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the